What's up, everybody? It's Nisha Kumar, and we're excited to be on our second episode of Side B and Number Twos. We have another great episode for you today, packed with information. So get your phone, notepads, mental note settings, or whatever you do to take note. <laughs> you know, things change according to personality. In short, just listen up. There's something that remains important to any professional, let alone creative professionals amongst the others. The thing that involves everything you do as a professional, including your promotion, investment, time, vision, and execution. That thing, folks, is branding. Branding is what makes people remember you or recognize you without having to use much mental energy to do so. In today's climate, the branding importance level has risen, not only because it plays an integral role in your overall professional growth, but also because the consumer interest and attention span has decreased tremendously. This episode will be dedicated to that important factor to further develop your creative profession. However, if you know anything about MooHub, the home of Kaliba's Side B and Number Twos, our slogan, Artists More, Starve Less, we want to share some branding tips with you that will allow you to do just that. We have an amazing branding consultant with us today that will give you some tips on how to brand on a budget, which in turn will promote your growth and ability to artists more, starve less. How about that now? This knowledge isn't just for the starving artists. Why not save when you can? It is for every creative professional looking for growth. Until then, let's listen to some Porter Shields with his new single, Sweet On You. Porter's single was released on May 5th and is for sale on all platforms. Find Porter at Porter Shields on Instagram or by visiting portershields.com. So stay tuned, let's listen to some music, and we'll be back with our special guest. What's going on? It's Porter Shields. Check out my single, Sweet On You, right now on Side B. Love you with all my heart, every day I do. You'll be hitting me hard, think I'm sweet on you. Love you with all my heart, every day I do. You'll be hitting me hard, think I'm sweet on you. Sweet on you. Who 
you smell so good, wanna taste your potion Cocoa butter skin and you smell like lotion Wanna lay you down, you're a little cherry coke Girl, take off your crown, let me pop your soda Mix it with the hen, have the time of your life Let the fun begin and I'm out for the night Sweet on you Sweet on you Sweet on you Sweet on officially on can you hear me i am officially on <laughs> hey everybody we're back and i'm excited to introduce our guest for branding advice i have drago moore here who's a very well noted branding consultant not only has he worked with a variety of creative professionals looking to enhance or build their brands he also has worked with major labels and brands such as sony nike and more drago thank you for joining us we appreciate your time thank you for having me thank you very much Yes, absolutely. So we got some questions for you today, Drago, and uh, pretty much are you ready to get it started? I'm, I'm excited to get it started. <laughs> okay, let's go then. So as you know, we're currently in the days of COVID. Um, in this climate, financially, motivationally, and strategically, where do we even start? Wow, that, that's a great question. So <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I'm and, and, and I preface that by saying it's a great question because um, in these days and times, um, definitely turbulent times that we live in, we're still unsure on the long-term ramifications of COVID, right? Mm -hmm. And so we're actually in the middle of it. And I think um, from a branding perspective, this climate is unique. We really haven't seen anything like this before. Um, Financially, there are a lot of new brands that are emerging. Um, however, there are a lot of other brands that um, are taking a, a, a hit, uh, a huge hit. And so mm -hmm. it, it, it's my thinking that first um, we, we need to all figure out our why, right? Like, mm -hmm. why are we doing what we're doing? Um, because this climate has forced a lot of us to stay indoors, hopefully. Mm -hmm. um, and then financially, we really have to be smart, um, figuring out how we move um, strategically, um, mm -hmm. more long-term planning, um, because no one knows if this is another 30 days, another 
12 months, another mm-hmm. 18 months. And so it, it, it's it's challenging from a strategy standpoint. I, I think um, for, for me, I'm figuring out ways currently to um, not only brand, but while I'm branding, stay aware of the trends and the changes. We know that social distancing is huge now. So oh, a, lot yeah. of out, a lot of outdoor events that we would normally do, um, we can't do right now. And so mm-hmm. how, how are we still innovative in that space and still push branding out or outward, if you will, without mm-hmm. um, uh, infringing upon, you know, sp- spatial distancing. And so there, yeah. there are a lot of things that really hurt depending on what you are involved in from a, from a branding standpoint. But I think mm-hmm. it's doable. It's exciting because we are allowed to be innovative. Um, yeah. We're allowed to um, figure new ways and things of, 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 of just kind of executing differently. It, it won't be the same. There'll be a, a new norm of how we do things. And so my hope and, and my intent is that as people figure out what COVID looks like long term, um, mm-hmm. I, I don't think it'll just disappear. And so I think we have to be smart and intelligent on how we actually um, navigate through these times, but it's still unfolding. Right. So it's still early. It's still early. Right. Right. No, you brought up some good points and it definitely brings up the fact that people sort of have to be crafty at the moment. Right. And think outside the box. So um, I think you definitely brought up some good points. Um, So, you know, on first thought, some would think that, you know, they'd get more recognition around this time since you have more people at home looking for something new. But if you present the other side of this theory, it could be harder since, you know, more time for competitors to work on and submit their content to the masses. Um, And then in addition, the consumer attention span has not changed. So how would you advise professionals trying to keep up with their brand in this time? That's that's another great, great question. I I think um, (laughs) I I mentioned it earlier um, briefly, but Mm -hmm. for me, that why is so important. Um, yeah. As you attach yourself to why you're doing what it is you're doing, um, it mm-hmm. strengthens your ability to execute. And and so uh, um, my thinking is that I'm never really concerned with the competitors. Um, mm-hmm. They'll always be there. For a person like myself, I, I like competition. I thrive in these in these environments. And so mm-hmm. I, I, I think that. When you sit back and, and really calm down, and you know, as we're going through this this crisis, um, competitors shouldn't fuel your business model, if you will. Oh, okay. Right, right. Competition from other people. Mm-hmm. Um, something I learned at, at at Nike early on was that they're not very concerned with what other brands are doing. Their mm-hmm. their goal is to be innovative and to to push the boundaries and and to really be first to innovation. And, and, and when you're doing that, you're not necessarily looking to your left or right. You're really looking forward okay. on what's possible. Um, but but if I could present the other side of the theory, um, mm-hmm. I, I, I think what you need to do is really look at your niche market. Like what makes you an individual at this time? Because... Mm-hmm. There'll be. Um, I was on the phone with some some younger entrepreneurial students, um, and six of them had baking companies that they were working on, and and, oh, wow. and so 
what will make each company unique during this time? You know, how, how are you getting your products to people during this time? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I would really focus on the uniqueness of a brand, less on um, the amount of competition that will arise because people, to your point, will be home and people mm-hmm. will, will delve into whatever it is that they enjoy doing. Um, but if your why is strong, um, it won't matter. It, it won't matter okay. at all. Okay. Well, that, that is pretty sound advice, Drago. Appreciate that. Let's uh, take a quick break and we'll be right back with more of Mr. Moore. No problem. Welcome back, everyone. Again, we're hanging out with Drago Moore, branding consultant. Let's jump right back into the questions. So, Drago, if a person had no idea of how to start with their branding, where would you suggest they start? That's a great question. I, 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 I mean, they're all great questions. Um, so if you're just starting out with your brand, mm-hmm. I would first look at one, why? Why do you want to do this? Who do you feel you would target with your brand, right? Because a lot of us have a lot of great ideas that may not be beneficial to people other than ourselves, or our, our, our immediate right. friends. So really figure out, is this a need? Is this something mm-hmm. that people in the public actually need? Or is this something that you enjoy uh, or, or that you would like? And so I would start there in terms of um, just my own brainstorming. And I would bounce those mm-hmm. ideas around with close friends. Uh, the next thing I would I, I would look at is if, if I figured out what that why was, I know why I'm doing it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm locked in. I think that this service is of value to people other than myself and maybe my immediate circle. Um, mm-hmm. Then I would look to figure out, well, what will I call this thing? Right? So, mm-hmm. so there's obviously the name of the actual brand in which you are looking to 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 push forward and and then what's my mission right you know what, what what's my mm-hmm. mantra what's my manifesto what's my credo right. you know whatever you wanted to call it from a business standpoint but really something that drives you and fuels you to kind of push forward um right and i would build upon that and, and once i figured out what i want to call it um then then how does it look you know, mm-hmm. how, how does it look? And I, for me, my own personal practices, I like to attack a lot, as many of the senses as I can. So what does it feel like? What does it look like? What does it taste like, depending mm-hmm. on the product? Um, what does it smell like? Um, and, and, and really start attacking those things. Um, so from, from a color palette, what colors might I enjoy using to, to better express this brand? Um, if you notice, most brands have typically one to two, you know, primary color palettes and then they you know, right. um, what's the typography you know how, how, how do I want this written you know um, mm-hmm. probably not like every other brand do I need to create my own font um, you know, Disney is written one way and I've only seen it written that same way throughout life and I don't right. see anyone else that uses that font right mm-hmm. so I would start there and I think once you start there the brand will begin to build itself you know, you, mm-hmm. you'll become excited about it. And then maybe what's your tagline? You know, um, mm-hmm. what can you stand behind? Um, and so that that's where I would start um, from a business standpoint. And then obviously domain name, right? In this day and age, we, we need mm-hmm. a website. So, I, you know, logo design and, 
and, and all of those things. But those are like the secondary um, things that I would look at. First and foremost, I would always start with my why. Why do I want to do this? Your because this, that's what will propel me moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, even in times like this, right? You can go back right, to right. your why. But if your why isn't strong, hey, I'm only doing it for money or, you know, then then you should be on the lookout for the competitors because someone else will be doing it for a, a greater, deeper, more sincere reason. And, and they'll move mm-hmm. during this time. They'll invest their time and energy towards their why. And, and, and then, you know, that's when competition is, is challenging. Um, right. So the key people is to focus on your why is what Drago is saying pretty much uh, in order to create your vision. You know, I, and, and I, is that what you would say? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't mean to harp on that, but, but, but I think that in this day uh-huh. and age, um, the term brand has become somewhat overused, if you will. And, and mm-hmm. everybody's mm-hmm. thinking about, I got to start a brand. I have to start my own brand. I'm going to be my own brand. <laughs> and, and, and the thing yeah. is, that's cool. And I, and I think you should. But, but right. really connect to right. why, right? Because that's where you find that mm-hmm. individuality within mm-hmm. a brand, right? It, it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. if we have a thousand of the exact same brands without any distinction right. between two or three or four or even a hundred. Um, so I think right. when you connect to that, to that why, why you're passionate about this and, and what's your purpose in pushing this brand forward and sharing it, Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it, it gives you a stronger brand identity and, and, and you'll need mm-hmm. that moving forward, particularly in times like this, because if, if you right, really absolutely. are not connected or if money isn't coming in for your brand, mm-hmm. you're in a tough situation if you were only doing mm-hmm. it solely for, for money and now mm-hmm. there is a gap in income. What do, well, what, right. I mean, what do you connect right. to? You, you find the next thing that creates money. But it won't be that mm-hmm. brand, possibly. And so that's right. that's something that I've even had to go back to the to the drawing board and, and just kind of reconnect myself with my my own why. Um, and so okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for that, Drago. So I have a hundred dollars and I want to invest it in something that would allow me to start developing my brand and getting my name out there. What can I invest Ooh, in? Ooh, $100. So I, <laughs> I threw you yes, a curveball. Yes. And that is a lot of money during these times. <laughs> I thought even 20 bucks was a lot yes, right now. <laughs> indeed, indeed it is. $100. I yes. would look to Break this one hundred dollars up. Okay. So, so, I want to invest in something that will start the development of my brand. I think was the question that you asked. And so, first, I would look at obviously uh, social media. You know, buying advertising. Um, you know, twenty bucks okay. here, whatever. If you're looking for just kind of a quick hit, but I, I would probably go back. If, if I had never created a brand, I would maybe look at some of those um, companies like a Fiverr well, where they do logo design mm-hmm. for, you know, five or ten dollars and, and, and develop a logo. I would um, obviously to purchase a domain name, um, mm-hmm. smaller things like that. Um, I, I would create a, a, a website which, which you can do 
on a lot of free services like Wix and, and so forth um, and, and really develop the look and feel of my business. And then once I did that, and depending on my, my target audience, then with, with that $100, I would, like I said, I would look for some ways of, of advertising it and pushing it out there, but, but really mm-hmm. unique ways that don't always take money at all. So I would have this $100, but maybe there's an opportunity to uh, align with other people who are doing similar things. And, and, and that okay. might be some phone calls. That might be some emails. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd make sure that I have, obviously, in this day and age, you need photos of your business and what they might look like. So that might be something as mm-hmm. simple as um, taking photos um, of, of whatever it is you're looking to push forward. Um, but but the $100, depending on what, the, because it's kind of a, kind of a, a tough question in a sense where it depends on what that particular brand was that you were looking to start. Right. Um, right. But, but I would really, I mean, we're not in the days of handing out flyers. That's like something that I, I wouldn't invest in things that I can throw away, but, but, but maybe, maybe a sign mm-hmm. of sort, maybe some business cards on, um, to, to, okay. to really, because with a hundred dollars, you're really looking for a feeling. So if I have my logo for 10, 15 mm-hmm. bucks, um, I create a website, I buy a domain name for 50 bucks or whatever that is. Um, and, and then maybe some business mm-hmm. cards on maybe Vista friend, you know, $20 because now I can, I can mm-hmm. begin to promote myself. If someone asks about my website, here's my site. It's on my business card. Uh, my logo was on my business card. Right. Um, the social media thing is going. If I have a few extra bucks, I might throw it towards that um, just to kind of boost visibility mm-hmm. and create more, more shareable content. Right. But, but really, um, it's about thinking outside of the box. And I think once you have your business mm-hmm. card and your website and your logo, you'll begin to really feel mm-hmm. um, your brand will become alive. It'll, it'll be in, in motion. It'll be a living, breathing, breathing thing. And once that happens... Mm-hmm. I, I think you'll have some fuel to really push forward and hundred dollars won't matter at that point. You spent it on some good things, but, but <laughs> you, you yeah. now have the things that arm you for conversation. When someone says, tell me about your brand. Hey, I'm glad you asked. Here's my site. Here's my card. Mm-hmm. Let's talk. You know, you're, you're a bit handicapped when people mm-hmm. ask you about your brand and you can't visibly show them anything, particularly in this day and age, you know, right. Um, Right. And everyone's very visual nowadays, too, with social media and all. So right. I can and in worst that. case scenario, you know, find a young person. If you um, are not connected to social media, you know, you might want to throw a young person mm-hmm. in high school, you know, 50 bucks. Hey, do you mind? setting up my Instagram and my Facebook and my TikTok and you know <laughs> those few dollars go yeah. a long way for me but even for a younger yeah. person who would be on their phone anyway for six to eight hours out of the day you you know All hey right. that's true fifty dollars seventy five dollars um or fifteen dollars an hour for them might do yeah. you um, a great service in just kind of establishing your social media footprint. Absolutely. That's great advice. So I realize people confuse branding and advertising at times. How are they different to you or would you simply consider them one in the same? That's a question that um, I I gave a lecture on really branding versus marketing. 
um, and, 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 okay. and with young high school students. And so people connect okay. with those terms, brand marketing, right? Um, advertising, um, branding. And, and so they're terms that have kind of blended together in certain areas. T- to me, um, I tell young people that, that your brand um, is a series of things that connect together. Sometimes it's the company's phrases or the symbols, the logos, the slogans, um, and, and anything mm-hmm. that's really relevant to um, that particular company, right? It, the look, the feel, the colors. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's the brand, right? You know, what it stands for. Um, mm-hmm. I, for me, that is almost the prerequisite for for full-fledged advertising um you have to establish that brand and the branding starts when a new business begins right and 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 how Mm -hmm. in the different ways that we can promote this business and push it out there um and and it's an important step you know um because it Okay. It helps um, the advertisers, if you will, to have these tools on how they can convey the brand to the target consumers, right? To, to me, advertising does that, right? Once okay. you have this established brand, advertising comes after that. Um, after that brand is is right. lightly established, if you will, loosely established um, or or, or even fully established, but the advertising comes after the brand is identified um, because advertisers mm-hmm. use that brand identity as ways to help target the brand's consumers. Right? Oh, okay. So that that creates the difference. Yeah, yeah. In, a, in, a, pretty in a blanketed way because they blend in certain areas. Um, people will begin advertising mm-hmm usually immediately after the brand is defined, you know, and sometimes branding is in motion and it has to mm-hmm. be tweaked. You have to sometimes go back. But, but to me, advertising definitely begins after the branding is defined and, 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 and established, if you will, okay. and they understand what the brand is and who they want to sell to. And then you advertise to them, right? But, right. But, absolutely. But you can't do one first. Mm-hmm. You can't do the advertising before the branding. Right. Or even any marketing before right. there's a brand. Right. Right. Because then what are you really right. selling at the and, end of the day? And, and, and you have people in advertising <laughs> and marketing yeah. who will take your advertising marketing dollars on a brand that isn't fully defined. Yeah. Right. That is the that is right. the right. The duty of whomever it is starting the brand. That is your homework in your work um, and you know advertising companies can mm-hmm. consult and advise you on ways of strengthening your brand so that they can advertise it better but I, I think that that falls on mm-hmm. on whomever it is that is starting that brand to have a well identified brand so that people can help they can help market and advertise right 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 Thank you for that. So what celebrity artist brands do you favor and why? Celebrity artist brands. I would, I would, <laughs> hmm, that's, that's unique because I, I think, I, you know, what jumps out at me is, is probably title. Uh-huh. 
um, because I, um, obviously okay. Jay Z um, is involved in that, and, and, and that's um, I believe he brought that to the forefront, but along with a lot of other celebrities, and and I personally feel mm-hmm. that that is something that is a way that connects artists um, exclusively. Um, you know, you're able to mm-hmm. uh, create playlists and, and stream music. You know, they have millions and millions of songs and video content. And and to me, mm-hmm. it just makes sense that an artist with as much skin in the game as he would would create something mm-hmm. of such value um, that so many people can connect to. And, and, and from an ownership standpoint, or mm-hmm. even just from a from a fan standpoint, and consume, you know, um, the mm-hmm. sound quality is great, you know, and, and, and I'm newer to it, um, and, and so I, I think that that mm-hmm. that's huge because they do do live streams, they have um, exclusive events that happen on there, and um, you know, yeah, behind the scene content. Oh, that's really cool. <laughs> you know, they they. I believe they have meet and greets and you know just it's, it's just kind of a new wave of of doing things wow and, and i think it's it's progressive uh, and I, I think it's cool that it puts the ownership back in the artist's hands um but, but it still allows mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. the general fan to, to consume as much music and, and 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 good vibes as they like particularly at a time like this where everybody you know needs you know some music so so that that jumps out at me. That's a yeah. brand that I, that I personally think makes the most sense for an artist of, of his caliber to, to kind of send the elevator back down and allow other artists to to get in and mm-hmm. own a bit of, you know, what they put their, their energy and efforts toward, which is their music. Well, that's really cool. That's and and that's a really interesting um, brand that you you chose. So thank you for sharing that. So how did you get into consulting for branding, and is it something you've always wanted to do? Um, I, I'll start with the latter part of the question. It, 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 it's not okay. It's not something <laughs> I always wanted to do. <laughs> it's it's not something that that. Okay. that yeah, you fell into yes, it. It's not something that I actually knew existed. Uh-huh. Um, when when I was okay. uh, applying for college um, and I had a partial basketball scholarship, I wasn't thinking necessarily about event planning or, mm-hmm. or um, event marketing or, or branding at all. Um, it, it kind of um, fell mm-hmm. into it, but but it allowed me to pursue many of the things that I was most passionate about. And so for for me, okay. the um, the consulting is something that made the most sense because I had worked alongside of a lot of brands and from an agency standpoint mm-hmm. and working directly with the actual brand. And so I, I learned a lot um, and consulting made sense because it allowed me to be able to, to use some of that knowledge in what it is I was working on with a particular mm-hmm. client. And so, um, yes, that okay. is something that okay. I fell into. Um, I, I worked my way up uh-huh. um, from production, um, from unloading trucks and figuring out, hey, what's on this truck? 
to 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 learning about the core design wow people like diane valentine uh damon haley robert hansen and paula bond mm-hmm. a lot of people who were owners of businesses allowed me to really learn under their tutelage and um it was it was strong it was a time in which i was able to learn about so much mm-hmm. that involved branding and events and and and, and I just never looked back. I just constantly kept learning and then found those things that I personally was most passionate about. So for, for me, um, I, I love the mm-hmm. arts. I went to a performing arts high school. LaGuardia fame um, was was a, a movie that was mm-hmm. obviously done about LaGuardia, but but I was always had a fascination about mm-hmm. the arts um, and, and sports, right? And, mm-hmm. and so I began to work uh, with mm-hmm. brands that, Aligned with my my personal passions, and 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 growing up in the inner mm-hmm. cities of, of Harlem, New York, I always had a connection with inner city youth, and so those were the kind of three things. If I made a chart mm-hmm. about what I love, it was the arts, sports, and and really connecting and inspiring that next generation of young people. And so, any brands that had an interest in those mm-hmm. things, I tend to gravitate towards. Right. And so if I was working with Cartoon Network mm. on something and they were working with young people, well, it made sense, especially if you tied in basketball mm-hmm. athletes like uh, Kevin Durant and D Wade. And it's like, oh, wow. And of course, Nike has a strong commitment yeah. in throughout <laughs> the country. And so that made sense, you know, Absolutely. Um, and, and it never felt like work. And, and it still doesn't, um, it, you know, and whether mm-hmm. it's HBO or, or whatever the brand is, it, it never felt like work because it'll, it mm-hmm. aligned with my why and with my That's passion. Good. And so then it's just mm-hmm. fun. It's like mm-hmm. I'm passionate about young people and giving them opportunity and things that I didn't have mm-hmm. and connecting with them. And so. It just right. makes sense, you know. So that's how I fell into it, and 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 that's right. a bit of my why I continue to to um, mm-hmm. to be involved. Okay, well, that's a great why, by the way. <laughs> and uh, they also say time flies, uh, you know, as you have fun. So it's good to hear that, you know, you enjoy the work that you do and you have fun doing it. And it ties in with all the passions that you have with sports, inner city youth. And um, you're also reminded of your roots growing up in Harlem and you tie all of that in. And that's really, really interesting and cool to hear. So I appreciate that. Um, so we also like to take questions from our audience. So looks like we have time for one. So let's see what we got. How do you develop your value proposition and branding? And where do you start? All right. So the question is, how do you develop your value proposition and branding? And where do you start? Interesting. That is a question that Friends of mine are always tweaking, um, including myself. Um, your value grows, obviously, the more work you do and the more accomplishments and credentials that you obtain on your journey. And a gentleman once said to me, what is it that you want? Right. So whenever I'm thinking about my own personal value, um, I think of two things. Uh, the, the first thing are my okay. own personal needs. 
right? And the time that it would take for me to do, mm-hmm. let's say X. And so um, we all have bills to pay, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so you, you don't want to work on something that will consume you and doesn't allow you to, to take care of your food, shelter, clothing, and your family. At the same token, there are some projects that are advantageous to get involved with now um, that may not pay a lot, but there's a, a, a long-term value proposition there because it might align you with the right brand, the right people, the right exposure. Um, and so you have to weigh all of those things together. Um, I think when it comes down to how you value yourself, um, you one, you need to know what's out there on the market. What are people being paid to do the same thing that you may be asked to do? And that's really simple. You can Google up salaries and prices and you know, kind of what the going rates are. But I think that everyone values themselves differently. Um, and, and based on what it is you need, right. what you feel you are worth. So I, I never like to tell a person um, what they're worth. I think you have to really figure that out. But it's really, what are you willing to accept? What are you willing to to be okay with financially? Because you can overprice yourself on certain jobs. And also, you have to know what the market will bear, right? So you might feel like, hey, I'm worth, I don't know, $1,000 an hour. And you might be, right? Um, but if the budget is only $10,000 or, or, or $100,000 and you know that you're, <laughs> you're required for at least 50 hours, then that probably won't work for you. And so you, you factor in all of these different things and that's how you get to your equation. Now, I think if you're an owner of an agency, essentially, you know, some agencies charge 15%, 20%, 25%, depending on your experience of the overall budget, that, that's a good place to start, right? So if the budget is, say, 100000 somewhere between fifteen and 30000 or fifteen and 25000 might be your takeaway. Um, but, but, but it depends on how involved okay. you have to be. You know, there's some jobs that, from a consultant standpoint, they may not need you to be on a ladder or to be hanging signage. You, you know, you may just have to make a few phone calls. Or they may need you during the ideation stage, but not during execution. Mm-hmm. And so um, that is mm-hmm. where I would begin the thinking. But 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 really figure out, you know, hey, how much do I want to do what it is that I'm being asked to do or what it is that I'm proposing to do? Um, mm-hmm. I personally, at this age i only get involved with brands that i like i like their brand identity i like what they stand for um and i like the work that they're doing or the service that they're creating and that's where i start and i think once you like it and once you adhere to your own why um one it won't feel like work two you won't feel like you're being slighted um Mm -hmm. My dad used to say a fair exchange is never a robbery. And so you really don't want to feel robbed at the end of the day. You know, I did all this work and this is all I got paid. So you want it to feel like a fair exchange. Hey, I I got this for that. And and I feel good about it, you know, because when you give your time 
it's just feel good with anything that you do. Uh, Absolutely. Between giving your time mm -hmm. and sacrificing your time. You know, giving feels good. Sacrificing, not so much. And so if you don't have the time to consult on something, <laughs> I just would not do it. Now, obviously, if you need the money, right. then you know that you are sacrificing your time for that money. And you have to um, mm -hmm. negotiate accordingly, if you will. So, so time, we know, is the most precious mm -hmm. resource on the planet that we know of and it's the one thing we can't get back so I, I always tell people when pricing something think about how much time you're going to spend on it you can go by hours if if, if you don't have a, a clear cut um because then you can value yourself by hours by hourly rate so hey listen i only charge 50 bucks an hour however it's going to take me 10 hours to, to work on this so there you have your price you might charge 25 bucks an hour mm -hmm. you might charge a hundred dollars an hour whatever it is um figure out what your hourly rate is if you cannot figure out what the whole scope of the job is is willing to pay just figure out your time you know mm -hmm. so that i mean those are a few a few ways but that th that particular area is something that people vacillate between um thoughts often they go back and forth and try to figure out how okay. um how to to put a value on on their time thank you so much uh drago again thank you for dropping this knowledge i'm sure many of our listeners more no, than thank appreciate you it. for having but before me. you go i, I, I want to play like i'm just getting loose now you know um <laughs> <laughs> these questions require me, and, and I have a COVID brain these days, so I, I'm, I'm it's, it's, it's not as fluid as it. Don't we as it all? Don't we all? I think this, the second half of the interview might, you know, uh, stand up a little bit more than the first, but um, uh -huh. I just had to get loose a bit. <laughs> uh -huh. No, no, no! Y you did great. And um, before you go, I got it. We have to play a Ooh. quick game called Sidebar Trivia, and. Yes. So basically, I'm going to give you two categories to choose from, and I'll ask you three questions based on one of the categories you choose. You get only three seconds to oh, answer each question with a true or seconds. false. Are you ready? Wow. <laughs> yup. Yes, man. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> All right. So you have to choose one of these categories out of the two. Music celebrities or random sh I'm going to go with music celebrities. Okay. You didn't want to go with random I mean, sh I, I mean, I can. You, know, you tell me. What no, no, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. We'll go with music celebrities. I'm just laughing at the, at the title of the category. All right. So I'm going to, we're on the clock. Okay. Uh, Number one, Michael Jackson tried to buy Marvel so he could star in Spider-Man movies. False. Hurry, hurry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what? True. Yes. So he could star in Spider-Man movies? As yeah, so he could As star <laughs> Michael oh, Jackson, man. the I'm great MJ. MJ fan. Yes. I'm putting my head yes. down right now. <laughs> 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 All right, number two. Madonna started her career as a drummer in an 80s band False. called The Seed Club. 
True or false? Definitely. She's not a jump first. Correct. You're right. False. <laughs> ah, <laughs> it was actually was called the, the Breakfast Club. <laughs> ah. Yes. That I'm not. Yeah, she was. She was a drummer mm. in an '80s band. So yes, she was the drummer. So she was the drummer of the Breakfast Club. Apparently, but I didn't know she was drumming. <laughs> wow, that's that's cool. Yeah. I mean, Madonna. She has an interesting past. So who knows? <laughs> um, number three, according to his junior high school coach. Sorry, junior high school um, basketball coach. That's Prince true. was an excellent ball player. Definitely. No, yeah, definitely. Yes, Prince, true. Who Prince knew, right? <laughs> he give, give you 25 any day. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did not even yes. know that was true. I was like, wow, yes. that was, that was with, interesting. With heels uh, on, he will be able to. right there. Yes, high heels. <laughs> yes. I know. Yes. An electric guitar on the side, right? <laughs> So again, thank you for joining us, Drago. Please let us know about any it? upcoming talks or oh, sessions that you have. Oh. You know, we definitely love. Well, yeah, but we'd love, but we'd love to have you back. Wow. So don't be sad. <laughs> we definitely so enjoyed you me. on this our was, show. This is outstanding. <laughs> this was this is really cool. Yes, I. We we definitely picked your cranium, I'm sure, yeah. by asking you, know you these what? questions. They're, they're good questions <laughs> because everything has been, you know, these Zoom meetings. Um, you just kind of chime in a couple times a yeah. day, but um, th- this has been very yeah. enlightening, and it, it's taught me something about myself, and so I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yes, Dre, you taught me something as well. You gave some great deep answers, so thank you for that. And everyone, if you want to check out our interview script with Drago, please visit the Kalibuzz station at muhub.work slash We'll post information in reference to the resources Drago mentioned for you to take advantage of. Again, thanks for joining us, guys. You can listen to our Side B and Number Twos podcast at any time by visiting our Cullibuzz station at muhub.work slash Cullibuzz. We appreciate you. We'll keep working to provide valuable and relevant information to you for your creative growth. In the meantime, keep grinding, pushing, but more importantly, believe in yourself. Join us on the next episode where we'll discuss healthcare and mental health resources for creatives. In order to accomplish your dreams, you need to be here, right? So follow up with us for what's next. Laters!